Since 1955, the College Board's Advanced Placement Program has been delivering excellence in education to millions of students worldwide through over 18,000 AP programs. And in each of those AP programs, an important role. Really important. And it's there we find the AP Coordinator. So, what makes a good AP coordinator? Well, I believe, I believe the best AP coordinators are dedicated, motivated, and, well, coordinated. I'm your host, Derek Cometa. Thanks for joining us for a series of interviews with experienced and incredibly talented AP coordinators. This school year more than just about any in recent history, presents some unique and unprecedented times for schools and AP programs. Perhaps, perhaps there is no better time to share our collective voices and perspectives. Today on Coordinated. So I got a call late at night as the, one of the administrators saying, Leslie, your AP materials, what room are they in? And I said, oh, they're in that little closet room. And she said, that room is flooded. Period one, dedicated. A city with a name Sugarland must be sweet, right? Sounds like a fabulous place to be. And in Sugarland, we find Dulles High School, home of the Vikings, and work home of our special guest today, Leslie Ladd. Leslie is a high school counselor navigating her way through this new remote learning, hybrid, pandemic-impacted school year. And she's doing it all in a not-so-little high school in the not-so-little state of Texas. How are students getting the counseling services they need? How are schedules being tracked and changed? How are virtual and exam-only students enrolling in their class sections? How, how exactly does one manage all that? Oh, and did I mention that Leslie is also the AP coordinator? These are busy times indeed for any counselor, especially one who is also an AP coordinator. Today, we're fortunate to spend a few minutes with a shining star in the Lone Star State. Leslie Ladd, welcome to Coordinated. Hey, thanks so much, Derek. I'm glad I can be here. Okay, Leslie, so where exactly is Sugarland? So Sugarland is just uh, southwest of Houston. And did you grow up in that area? Actually, I did, but I didn't grow up in Sugarland. I grew up in Richmond. And what were you like as a high school student yourself? Oh, let me think back, Derek. That was so long ago. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I was, you know, uh, a decent student. I would say A's and B's, but I was mostly kind of focused on athletics. And sort of in the blink of an eye, it's been, what, about 20 years now in education for you? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. If we're going to actually count, it has been 
a little bit over 20 years. Um, like I said, I did start as a business teacher. I taught, uh, you know, computer classes. That's kind of where I was for about 10 to 13 years, something like that. And then um, I, I was observing the counselors in my school at the time, and I was like, wow, that really seems like something that fits my personality. And so I pursued uh, my counseling degree and uh, became a school counselor. And well, here I am, school counselor. And how did you become the AP coordinator? Ah, uh, have you heard of the word voluntold? <laughs> we may, we may <laughs> have heard that in a few episodes, yes. No, really. I mean, uh, I, I, did, I changed schools. I was a lead counselor for a few years, and, uh, and it was just an opportunity for me to change schools. So I decided, you know, I'm going to go ahead and uh, leave the lead counselor role behind and move to Dulles High School. And when I got to Dulles, uh, it just was natural that the person before me was the AP coordinator, and so I fit into that spot. Dulles is rich in history. We are the flagship school within Fort Bend ISD, and we are the, the original, you know, the first school in the district. So we are working on our 61st year, I believe. Um, so we are an old building, but you know what? We have a very rich culture, history, and all of that stuff that makes us who we are. And we are it's just really neat to kind of just think back and look at the history of this whole area and know that we were the first school. And for for you, like like many schools, it's been a uh, crazy start to the school mm. year. What's going on at your school? Are you going remote? Are you hybrid? Or is everyone physically coming to school? What, what's going on? Wow, it has been a wild ride so far. And you know what, right now we are in the middle of the crazy moment because um, our district is transitioning from all online remote classes to allowing some students back onto campuses. So currently we are working on scheduling for the students that want to come back face-to-face -face learning and then also scheduling for those students that are staying at home for online learning. Wow. So you, you definitely have the uh, remote learning component uh, going on right now. How are your teachers using AP Classroom and those new AP Daily videos? Yeah, you know what? Those are such awesome resources, and I am pretty sure that many, many of our AP teachers are utilizing those resources, uh, especially with our students that are at home learning remotely. I mean, I have heard some teachers actually tell me, yes, those have been uh, lifesavers. And for you personally, remote learning is not just at school, but also at home. How are your twins <laughs> dealing with going to school online? You know what? That is, they are doing good. Um, they are sixth graders, and I think they know more about technology than I do, certainly. But uh, other than, <laughs> well, yeah, other than draining our bandwidth at home when we were all, you know, working remotely, uh, they're doing great. Oh, and you know what? Can I go ahead and introduce this next segment, Derek? <laughs> sure, go ahead. You're the guest, Leslie. Go for it. Awesome. Thank you. Next, let's hear from two of my friends and favorite colleagues, Carrie and Carrie, about the AP Coordinator community. Hello, fellow AP Coordinators. I'm Carrie Larison. And I'm Carrie Franz. We moderate the AP Coordinator community 
a free online platform connecting over 6,000 AP coordinators from around the world. On the community, AP coordinators ask questions, share information and resources, and professionally connect. We coordinators, well, we control how little or how much we use the community. We can receive updates daily, weekly, or as they happen. Or we can see what's being shared each time we sign in. On the community, the discussion board is the hub of communication. It is here that coordinators post questions, share best practices, and gain valuable information to best support our AP programs. Finally, the community is a spot to share and download successfully used resources by our fellow coordinators. Why reinvent the wheel when these valuable tools are right at our fingertips? So how do we access this community? It's simple. Go to apcommunity.collegeboard.org to get started and request your free membership. Again, that's apcommunity.collegeboard.org. This year more than ever, we think it's important to be part of the AP Coordinator community, and together we'll figure out how to best support AP programs at our schools. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to coordinating with you. Period 2. Motivated. Way to take charge of the interview, Leslie. I, I think I need to be careful. I feel uh, there could be a hostile takeover coming in the future. <laughs> what? Me? Takeover? No. Never, never, never. Okay, Leslie, how long have you been an AP coordinator? Well, Derek, this is my fifth year being an AP coordinator at Dulles. Wow, that's actually a much shorter period of time than I would have guessed. You... You not only got up to speed quickly, but you've got your AP program already running like a well-oiled machine. How did you learn uh, about uh, being an AP coordinator? How did you learn your role? And by that, I guess I, what I'm trying to say is what, what to do, when to do it, how to do everything correctly. Right. You know, um, honestly, uh, I have so many people uh, here in my department that support me and there are other AP coordinators in my district that, you know, when I first uh, started this role, I would pick up the phone and just say, hey, what happens when? And people were so gracious to help me. Um, but also I had binders from the previous counselor, uh, I mean, years of binders. So I could look back uh, and see what was done. They had lists of their proctors, lists of everything. And so, um, yeah, taking that and reading the coordinator's manual, uh, yeah, I did pretty well for myself, you know, just kind of jumping right in there. And how do you juggle your AP coordinator responsibilities with, you know, your other role as, uh, as a counselor, especially at this time of year? Whew. Uh, some days are better than others, I would say, but, uh, you know, it's all about being organized. Uh, I've heard Others before say something about being rigidly organized, <laughs> and I, I definitely uh, relate to that, you know, and then just uh, have a timeline. I, I really do calendar and kind of just make a list of what I needed to be doing when, and sometimes are busier than others with regard to AP, but also with regard to some of my other duties. What process do you have in place to help you and your fellow counselors track student schedule changes? Mm, you know what, that probably is something that I could still tweak. But honestly, Derek, I, I work so closely with my AP teachers. Um, they email me, they let me know when a student has changed classes, dropped out. Um, 
And then sometimes my colleagues, my other counselors in the department will let me know uh, just because they know it impacts the AP program. So you're keeping the lines of communication open between both groups, the, the AP teachers at your school and your fellow counselors, so that you can keep your, your student information system all synced up with AP registration ordering to, to make sure that information matches up. Absolutely. Communication is key. Right. And this is a, this is a big deal at your high school. So let's, let's talk about Dulles High School for a moment, because in your, in your introduction, I, I mentioned it was a, a big high school. Can you tell us a little more? Okay, yeah. So at Dulles High School, we have about 2,600 students. Um, About 700 of those are taking AP courses. And you know, uh, in Fort Bend, we do not require our students to take the AP exam if they're in the AP course. Do you have a lot of different AP courses at your school? Yeah, so this year we were offering 30 different AP subjects. Wow, that's that's a lot. That's a a big number. How many total AP exams each year uh, are happening at your school? So I was looking at that the other day, honestly, and we um, are about the last five years, we've averaged about 1,600 exams. But last year, we were up over 1,800 exams administered. Wow. So last year, even with the online testing, your your number actually went up in terms yes. of no, total number of exams. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's, yes. that's fantastic. That's great to hear. Okay. Well, Leslie, let's, let's get back to you. As an AP coordinator, what is one thing... Uh, if you think can think of one thing that you had to learn the hard way, oh, yes, I can think of one that is like seared in my memory. <laughs> we had a horrible, horrible storm, and the rain was just coming down. So the lesson I learned was to make sure that when you are storing your AP materials, do not store those materials in a room that has a potential leak in the roof. Yes. So I got a call late at night as the one of the administrators saying, Leslie, your AP materials, what room are they in? And I said, oh, they're in that little closet room. And she said, that room is flooded. And so I tried to get to the school to move things, but I couldn't even get out of my subdivision because of the flooding. So it turned out okay. It, it worked out well, but... Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, so it has a it has a happy ending, but that is uh, yeah, that's a good that's a good lesson to learn oh, for sure. Uh, be be cautious about your exam storage location. That's a good one. And uh, Leslie, as uh, an AP coordinator, what type of AP coordinator are you? And by that by that I mean how would you how would you describe yourself as an AP coordinator? Uh, controlling, <laughs> in, one, <laughs> in one word. But you know what? Um, I am a Libra. And I do like things to be balanced. So I really uh, am working on uh, letting go of some of that control, having our our AP teachers take on a little bit more responsibility of things that they can, that I can let go of. But yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And what do you like about being an AP coordinator? You know what? There's a lot of things that I actually like about it because it does... uh, allow me to be controlling, (laughs) but it also lets me be organized. And I like that. But you know what, I really, I do like the opportunity of helping students uh, with regard to AP programming, because like I mentioned earlier, I had no idea when I was in high school about taking AP classes. It wasn't in my, you know, vision back then, but now it is. And so, I mean, I think just that opportunity for our students 
And for me to be a part of that some way is really fulfilling. Well, it takes a true professional to successfully manage a Texas-size AP program. And speaking of professional, we have a pro tip coming right up from one of our coordinator colleagues. And then we'll be right back with Leslie to talk more about being coordinated in the fall of 2020. Hi there, I'm Sue Rodriguez, counselor and AP coordinator at Reno High School in Reno, Nevada. As the AP coordinator, I find myself in the position of trying to help my AP teachers with AP Classroom and AP Daily. Now, I'm not an expert on either of these, but I'm happy to share a few bits of information that I've picked up along the way. So here's some basics. Whether you're teaching in person, online, or like our school, a combination of both, these free, flexible online resources support instruction every day. Now, most of our AP teachers are hopefully familiar with the great AP Classroom resources that launched last year. AP Daily, well, that's new for this year. AP Daily is a series of short, on-demand videos. These videos can help save instruction and class time for focused discussion and collaboration. They are taught by expert AP teachers. Also, and this is super important, all students enrolled in a class section can watch every video on their own. This includes my exam-only students. Yep, that's right. Even students enrolled in exam-only sections have access to AP Classroom and the AP Daily videos. It's amazing. So, as I said earlier, I'm definitely not an expert on this, but I'm trying to help educate my AP teachers. There are quick start videos available on YouTube that walk them through the resources and tools. There are also virtual sessions available. And lastly, there's a wonderful AP Classroom help menu where my teachers can access FAQs, user guides, and tutorials. They can also use it to report any technical issues. The link to more information is included in the episode notes. Check it out and share it with your AP teachers. You never know, you just might reduce your incoming emails. Thanks for your time, everyone. Stay safe. Period three, coordinated. So Leslie, we have a lot of good questions to get into, and these come from our coordinator workshops and webinars, and of course the AP coordinator community. And I'm thinking with your program, You've probably seen it all. Ready to uh, dive in? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get going. But wait, before before we get too far, can I say one thing? Sure. All right. So I just wanted to say that this year, having that $40 waiver for cancellation and unused exam fees, that has really made my life so much easier so far. But yes, even with that, there's still a lot of questions for us to navigate through. So let's do it. Okay, first, exam-only sections. Let, let's, mm. let's have that discussion. <laughs> exam-only sections are created by the AP coordinator in AP registration and ordering. Ah, that's right, Derek. Remember my need for control? This feeds it. <laughs> I, <laughs> yes, as AP coordinator, I can create the exam-only sections. My teachers cannot do this. And the students enrolled in those exam-only sections, well, they are students who wish to take the exam, but are not actually enrolled in the course at your school. Now, at my former school, it was common to have students independently study, or we called it self-study, 
uh, for an AP exam for a variety of reasons. Now, sometimes they couldn't fit the AP course in their schedule. Uh, other times, uh, they were a native speaker of one of the languages. Leslie, how does this work at your school? Oh, yeah, much the same way, Derek. So we definitely have this similar situation. So we have a native speaker Chinese or students that speak Chinese <laughs> natively. Okay, That's right. a community. And uh, that they don't take the course. But, yes, they definitely want to take the exam, the Chinese exam. Uh, so certainly that works the same way with us. Um, but occasionally I do have to create an exam-only section for an AP course that my school does not teach. For instance, we do teach macroeconomics and most of our students will take that exam, but they also want to take the microeconomics exam. We don't teach microecon, so that would be our exam-only section. And Leslie, this year, more than just about any other year, many schools are dealing with students who are not on campus. And we have some questions about this. So for the purpose of our conversation, uh, remote learning. So remote learning is instruction that is done online for my students by my teachers. And so if it's my students and my teachers, that is not an exam-only section. That would be just a standard class section. Right, right, right. However. Oh, Derek, of course there's a however. <laughs> however, exam-only does apply if one of my students is independently studying for an AP course, say uh, AP Japanese language and culture. And that might be because the student could not fit the course in their schedule or something like that. And as an example, at my former school, my AP Japanese class was pretty small. It was only offered in one period. And that, of course, sometimes created uh, scheduling conflicts for students. So my student uh, who was independently studying or self-studying uh, like this, in that case, I would create an exam-only section uh, for that student. Right, right. And that's a single exam-only section so that the student can access AP Classroom, those AP Daily videos, and so that I can order an exam for them. So that's remote learning. The virtual schools are a different story, though. For us, this would be my students, but not my teachers. We have students that take classes outside of Dulles High School. They're enrolled somewhere else. Like we have Texas VSN, so they go and maybe take English Lit. Uh, they're online with that teacher, so they would enroll with that entity and be able to receive the resources through College Board, but I would enroll the student or allow the student to enroll in an exam-only section for the English Lit so that I can then order their exam. Right. So, Leslie, let me make sure I understand that correctly. Students in that case, students who, it's your student, but they're taking a virtual course somewhere else. Right. They enroll twice. They enroll once with a virtual school so that they can get all the instructional resources and AP classroom assignments from their virtual teacher. And they also have to enroll in an exam-only section at your school so that you can order the exam for them. Did I, did I get yes. that right? Yes, thank you. That's a very good summary. Good. Exactly. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it's a complicated <laughs> subject. And so, Leslie, your students who are attending uh, the virtual school for instruction and your own independent study or, or self-study students, all of those students, they can all go in the same exam-only section. 
Yes. Correct? Yes, exactly. So I would put all of them together. But you know, there is one special exception this year, and that relates to our homeschooled students. So we have students uh, who are homeschooled, and they take exams uh, at Dulles. And so with those students, and with all homeschool students, there are no late order fees this year. So if they order or request their exam after that November 13th, they would not pay that late fee. So what I will do is I will create a separate exam only section just for those homeschool students. And I probably would just name it exam only dash HS for homeschool, something like that. Perfect. That makes a lot of sense, Leslie. Thanks for clarifying. Uh, And everyone, again, this year, College Board is waiving the late order fee for homeschool students only. Their exam order It's not due until March 12th, 2021. And more information about how to get any late order fees for homeschool students waived, that's coming soon. Leslie, oh my gosh, you are amazing. Thank you so much for your time. I I know time is really precious in the fall with your double role as counselor and AP coordinator. This has been so valuable. I appreciate you. Allowing me to lean on your expert knowledge. Uh, I feel like we could just talk and talk and talk and talk, but this is already going a little bit long. And uh, I guess you could say it's a Texas size episode, right? (laughs) That's too funny. Well, you're so welcome, Derek. Leslie, no doubt you are indeed a shining star in the Lone Star State. One final question. What does being an AP coordinator mean? mean to you? Oh, Derek, that's a great question. It means so many different things to me. Um, Getting to work with a variety of individuals, AP teachers, different colleagues around the district, around the country as AP coordinators, working with parents and students in a different way than I work with them as, you know, normal everyday counselor stuff. Um, You know, being an AP coordinator does add a little extra stress to my workload, but Derek, it is so worth it. As a counselor with a large caseload, Leslie has the opportunity to positively impact and support many students and families. As an AP coordinator on top of that, Leslie's influence and contributions go literally off the chart. In her four short years as AP coordinator, Leslie has managed the successful administration of nearly 6,700 AP exams for 2,500 individual students. And of those exams, more than 83% resulted in scores of three or higher. That's one AP coordinator. Let me say that again one amazing AP coordinator, creating thousands of critical opportunities for college credit and or placement, saving students and their families both time and money at a time when both are extremely important. One AP coordinator, a shining star, doing amazing things for her school, This is the difference a great coordinator, combined with great AP teachers and school administration, this is the difference we can make. 
This is what a model AP program looks like. This is what it means to be coordinated. Next time on Coordinated. Our coordinator tour goes coast to coast. We head both east to New Jersey and west to Nevada. Our next episode, it's a good one. We'll review exam fee collection options with different stories from two expert counselors who are also AP coordinators, Casey Wexler and Sue Rodriguez. Hear how these amazing AP coordinators analyzed and implemented the best AP exam fee collection process for their schools. It's not one size fits all. It's customized support in the coordinated style. Thank you for listening to Coordinated. Our executive producer is Bill Lankenau, assistant producer and post-production mastery, Tierra Pinto. Additional vocal support by none other than Leslie Ladd, AP coordinator at Dulles High School, Sugarland, Texas. Artwork by Amy O, AP art and design student at Savannah Arts Academy, Savannah, Georgia. Our theme music is Good As Gold by Jackie Ray, former AP music theory student at Oakton High School, Vienna, Virginia. Coordinated is written and produced by myself, Derek Cometa. Recording, sound design, and general audio wizardry also by myself, Derek Cometa. Thanks to Jim Cluley, Terry Redekin, and all my colleagues at the College Board for allowing me to connect with my favorite people in all of education. Don't miss an episode? Please leave a review and subscribe to Coordinated. Your feedback is important to us. Just like an AP exam, we'd love to earn A5. For more information on AP coordinators, visit collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. That's one word, collegeboard.org slash AP coordinator training. And like the song says, AP coordinators, you are good as gold. Till I believe it's all